Oh my lanta? You know, here I am in Augusta, Georgia. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. thought about how don't you find it interesting that donald trump is going to on thursday they think he's going to show up for court for his fraud case but the judge already thinks that he's a fraud like he's the judge is going man this is uh yeah this is pretty cut and dry so he's gonna show up and i think it's really interesting because joe biden is so in 2018 joe biden was you know doing his thing got a lot of uh, a lot of people started looking at him started looking at his taxes and the fact that he owned a gun drug addicts wherever the hell he's from or lives are not allowed to own guns so he got he got uh accused he got indicted for having a gun as a drug user and messing around with his taxes what do you think so that happened while Trump was president, though, it looks like it was completely politically motivated because when he said, okay, fine, mea culpa, my bad, allow me to plead guilty, I'll throw myself on the mercy of the court, and the court said, cool. Everyone said, fine. Prosecutors said, thank you very much for not wasting our time. We're going to give you a light sentence for that. Then um, a court, a, the, he goes to court and a Trump-appointed judge says, we're not giving no cupcake deals to no Bidens. Literally said that. I think he said cupcake. I think he said cupcake deals. Anyway, so then Trump <laughs> has all of these legal problems, but a lot of the judges that are going to be presiding over the Trump, not all of them because he has so many. I think he's got 90 different uh, indictments, 90 different crimes for which he's indicted. Um, he's he's going to end up facing under some judges that were appointed by him and some judges that were appointed by other Republicans and some that were appointed by Obama. But I think it's really interesting because it's like when you really want to mess, I feel like if you really want to screw, they drew first blood, right? They went after Joe, Joe Biden's son and Hunter Biden tried to play nice. He said, he said, okay, fine. I did it. I'm, I'm guilty. So now Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, is is uh, accusing this whole thing to be politically motivated. And it looks like it might actually have been. We'll see what happens. But um, I don't know. It's it, the fact that you plead guilty for something. And usually you get like a little bit of a you get a little bit of a deal when you plead guilty, you know. But now it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case for uh for anybody now <laughs> these politicians man I'm, I'm really getting a kick out of it i i love i love seeing them squirm i love seeing the seats of power squirm you know what i mean because they're always the ones making us squirm and i like it when they gotta squirm a little bit because all of us are worms squirming between heaven and hell aren't we that's all we are um yesterday I wanted to thank you. I'm sorry that I was so under the weather yesterday on the pre-shift. I um, subsequently spent the entire day in bed. Well, a couple things I had to do for work. Had to get out of bed and like go do like teleconferencing. But um, man, I basically spent, I did not leave the hotel room. Spent the whole day in bed sleeping. And it has, I haven't had that happen in a long time. Do you guys have... I mean, when I used to be, I think, a bigger, like I would work so much and then I would go out and I would 
I would drink and I would work and I would drink and like um like I would work and then go to in order to go to sleep I would drink back in the old days and then um I would always have this um this day eventually where I would like end up sleeping all day and not have any like way in like I don't know just try to catch up on all my sleep and I know that there's this thing called a sleep debt that you always have to pay like you could stay up late as much as you want but you're gonna have to pay the debt you can carry that debt but you're gonna pay it I feel like I paid a lot of my debt off yesterday because <laughs> damn I could not function I don't know have you guys ever had that happen have you ever had it where you're like you're burning it at both ends I worked in I drove across America and then I kept working. I kept working and working and working and driving these long distances. And I felt just like my brain wasn't working and firing in all cylinders. I felt really kind of just bleh. And so then I just I just got to got to sleep a whole hell of a lot. I have a leg day today, says uh ha hack squat, hip thrust, leg extensions, leg curls, calf raises. That's it. Love machines, I know. Well, I, I, I'm probably gonna go to the gym today. We have a gym at the hotel. Uh, I didn't get to go yesterday. The plan was to go yesterday, but again, did not leave the hotel room. Did not leave. And so, but usually when sick kind of vegan says, I maybe I was because man, I was shivering the night before. I got into bed and I was like, I was shivering and freezing and like night sweats and the whole thing, you know. Do you guys have those sometimes? I mean, I that's that was that was what I had was night sweats. My hair is doing something really fun. Um, I also have my uh reusable cup of coffee for that I got for the hotel coffee, which is not the best you know the dark roast is gross i think there's something but the good carny tears in the morning body crashes when i when it is tired of the mind driving it too much deb thompson says yeah i agree yeah that's what happens it just ends up cra crashing you right i totally agree today is um i don't know if have you guys have you guys ever heard of krampusnacht today is krampusnacht in Germany and other places. Krampusnacht is December 5th. Krampus is like the evil Santa kind of thing. It's World Soil Day, World Trick Shot Day, eh, whatever. World Trick National Repeal Day. We want beer. Well, there they are. We want beer. National Repeal Day. Isn't it funny? That uh, prohibition on December 5th, National Repeal Day commemorates the day of prohibition ended in the United States. I like to say that we haven't really left prohibition, but that prohibition is still going on. It just got a lot looser. You're allowed to drink now in America, but it's still very tightly regulated on who's allowed to sell it to you. Just the gangsters are allowed to sell it. And uh, if you pay them, uh, if you pay them, uh, uh, the government, a small amount of money, a small amount, a large amount of money they'll allow you to buy alcohol from the gangsters. That's what happens now in America. The distributors are um, completely run by families and uh, they aren't publicly traded at all. They're just families who sell alcohol. And there are only a few families that sell families who sell alcohol in America. And you know what? Uh, I think it's fucking criminal because how is it that only a few families are allowed to sell you beer, alcohol, any any kind of alcohol. That's who sells it to the not to the consumer, but to the retailer, whether it be a restaurant or a or a bar or a or like a convenience or any of those types of a supermarket. The families, they gotta buy it from the family. And you can only buy it from the family if you pay the government money. It's a sickening, disgusting situation. But hey, today prohibition was repealed. Yay, us. Yay, America. We did it. We did it. It's World Soil Day. Zaka Torta. National Zaka Torta Day. Zaka Torta is an Austrian delight. If you haven't had a Zaka Torta, I'm sorry, but it'd be great if you did. International Volunteer for Economic and Social Development Day. You volunteer for doing something, and it's World Soil Day. You know, World Soil Day is a sustainable management of soil resources. You know, how do you advocate that? Soil erosion is caused by massive dust storms? How did that happen? 
Its degradation is declined due to improper use or poor management. If soil erosion continues, the earth will no longer be fertile. In turn, global food supplies and food safety will be threatened. You know, when I was driving through rural parts of California and others, there were signs on farms that said um, the Dust Bowl is caused by whatever politician or just politicians or the Democrats or Republicans. It, it, it depends on what farm you were on, I guess. Do you think so? How do you observe it? How does world soil uh, degradation happen? When soil is lost, it takes years to replace. It takes up to a thousand years to produce just two to three centimeters of soil. It's believed that 90% of the world's land will be degraded by 2050. Situation is dire which means there's no time to waste when it comes to saving our soil. So what do you think is causing soil degradation? Why don't we ask the Google machine, what is causing soil, soil degradation? Let's find out what is causing soil degradation. Let's see. In the last few decades, it's been caused by intensive farming fat practices like deforestation, overgrazing, intensive cultivation, forest fires, and construction work. So forest fires and construction work, all right, you got that. But the number one is intensive farming practices like deforestation, overgrazing, and intensive cultivation. What do you know? Okay, so let's, 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 let's just look into, some, just to, like, we don't have to look very deeply. This is what I really like about the world. You don't have to look deeply. Soil degradation might cause us all to die, cause dust bowls, a great depression, because that's what caused the last great depression. It might kill us all. Yeah, it just might. So caused, let's see, deforestation, trees and their roots anchor the soil and protect it from wind and rain. When forests are cut down, the land is exposed and vulnerable to erosion overgrazing can lead to erosion and loss of topsoil and nutrients how does this how do these things happen wind erosion okay wind erosion uh is caused by the okay all right right right, right. industrialization agriculture industrial commercial pollution let's let's just see what causes what is the leading cause what is the leading cause of deforestation what is it 10, oh, this one's, I don't want a sponsored link. Hold on, let's not go to the sponsored link. Let's go to, here we go. The AI says, expansion agricultural land. This accounts for 70% of deforestation rates. Other causes of deforestation, animal agriculture, timber logging, mining expansion, infrastructure, and climate change. All right, so um, when you talk about the expansion of agricultural land, what we're really talking about is growing soy. About 80% of soy goes to animals that will be that are destined to slaughter, destined to be raped, tortured, and killed. So what's causing all of the deforestation? Deforestation and overcultivation and over um grazing. I mean, overgrazing is just animal agriculture. That's all that is. So overgrazing and deforestation are animal agriculture. Please stop eating animals. It's, 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 it's that simple. If you stop eating animals, we might be able to live a little bit longer. How hard is that? Piece of cake. Should be simple. But anyway, happy happy National Soil Day, everybody. Happy National Soil, Soil Day. Is, it's December 5th. Please, maybe we could talk about Soil Day. Soil erosion caused these massive dust storms. Through the years, farmers in this country learned their lesson. They began to practice better soil management. Unfortunately, however, there are still concerns about soil, about soil health. Mm. Throughout the world, the soil is eroding at a rapid rate. Every five seconds, the equivalent of one soccer field of soil erodes. Every five seconds. If soil erosion continues, the earth will no longer be fertile. There you go. Every five seconds, a soccer field of soil erodes. Something to be thinking about while you're thinking about the million turkeys, sorry, the million chickens every hour who are killed. And when you think about 50,000 animals being killed every second, you can also think about every five seconds, a soccer field of soil erodes, leading us closer to an unfertile planet. 
<sighs> Corn has the juice. It does. It's just knobs. Have you seen any beautiful thing? The boiling of the tofu. Yeah. Someone said McDonald's ruined the rainforest because they boxed the food. I said the burger you're eating is the problem and educated him. Good job, Wolf. Get out there and educate some people, would you? Gotta juice up. It's National Soil Day. Do you think that I think Larry should do a happy National Soil Day for everybody? What do you think? Should we have a have have Larry do a happy National Happy National Soil Day, everybody? Did you know that a soccer field of soil is eroded every five seconds? And once we do it all, once we erode all of our soil, the planet is no longer fertile. Please stop eating animals because the leading cause of soil erosion is deforestation and overgrazing, which are both caused by animal agriculture. What do you think? Should I cut that part out and just use that? Or should I, should I have, should I have, uh, the puppet say it. I think the puppet should say it. The puppet likes to say it. We are smitten. We the word of the day is smite. What a great word to smite. I smite thee. Smite means to hit someone on this or something very hard. Other uses of the word include to severely injure, kill, or attack someone, as in smitten by disease, and to captivate or take, as in smitten by her beauty. Are you a smitten kitten? One, if you have a crush on someone, it's so much better to say, I am smitten, than to say that I have a crush. I'm, I, I'm crushing hard. It's such a, so boring to say I'm smitten, once bitten, twice smitten. It's so much better to say I'm smitten by her beauty. Oh, I like that so much more. He smote the ball mightily, that which helped us win the game. It's a good, he smote the ball. It's nice to have like the second form verb. So you have smite, smote, smitten. Oof, that's a sexy word there, baby. If you're an English major, I know you're wet because we always love when the verb is conjugated so beautifully. All irregular forms. You have smite, smote, smitten. You have second form irregular. Ooh, boy. Mm, that's a good word. I, I, I stand, I am smitten by the word smite. The word smite, smit, smites me. <laughs> it smote me. Somehow Kyle Shanahan keeps meeting his accursed fortune, his accursed fortune with a spirit of inquiry. His record is arguably the most perplexing in the NFL. He is one of the most playful minds and the most painful users. Losers? He seems at once young and old with his boyishly thin neck and easy laugh yet gray bristle. What the fuck? Oh, here we go. As if he's waiting for the next hex or treacherous blow to of fate to smite him in the face. Hmm. Smite him in the face. Well, there you go. Hmm. I think that, um, I think the word smite it's kind of a Bible thing, right? Like the Lord smites those, the Lord smites the, the non-believers. I just heard a huge truck outside. Hopefully they're not towing my chicken truck. I hope they're not towing my chicken truck from the hotel. That would be horrible. <laughs> I smite try to use smite in a sentence today. Kind of vegan. I hope you use it in your activism today when you leave a when you leave something in the comments. I'm always hoping that I'll find one of you VFFs leaving comments on someone else's videos, like a non-vegan's videos, like the the vegan world will smite the I don't know, like that I'll find one of you guys out there using one of the, the word of the day. I always hope that that'll happen. It happens every once in a while, I guess. Today's word has been part of the English language for a very long time, as early as you dated back to the 12th century. Smite can be tracked, traced back to the old English smiton, meaning to smear a substance or something or to stain or defile. Smite kept these meanings for a few centuries before they became obsolete and others rose around arose or became more prominent among them the modern to strike or attack but smite also has a softer side the softer side welcome to the softer side of smite <laughs> as of the mid 17th century it can mean to captivate or take a sense that is frequently used in the past participle in such context as smitten by her beauty or smitten with them 
or meaning in I'm in love with them. I'm smitten with Karina. I'm smitten with Karina. If such a shift seems surprising, just remember what they say about the moon hitting your eye like a big pizza pie. That's a smiting. <laughs> oh, when the moon hits the eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. That's amore. Uh, better go straight to the cornhole, Mike. Long travel if you do the detours. I have a cornucopia of sight injections for corn. That's great. I'm really excited that you're going to grow some corn. I grew, I've seen a lot of corn over the uh, over the last couple months. A lot of corn in America. I see a, just, the, just fields and fields of it. We grow tons of it here. It's our number one crop still. So you'd think that, you know, they, they say amber waves of grain, but really... It's corn. Can you imagine a more beautiful thing? Hi, Valves. What's up, Turning Veganese? Where you been all my life? I've been missing you. Mm. This coffee is barely drinkable, but God damn it. I don't know. Smite and Smitten like that were connected. That's cool. Oh, that's great. See, we learned something together. That's what I love about this, about doing this every morning. Okay, so I don't know. You know, we've been talking a lot about Joaquin Phoenix, but, you know, I saw this. And it's like, why do we, we – we love him so much that we're like, by the way, guys, he wore a plant-based hat for Napoleon. It was a plant-based hat. Okay, but he still rode horses, right? Like, he still rode on slave animals. He's known for his animal activism as well as his acting work. Yeah, I guess he is. Here's a picture of him wearing a plant-based – hat good for you walking i mean great he wasn't willing to wear a hat made of sheep's wool created especially for the he wasn't going to do it he wanted a vegan hat the historical epic movie based on this uh made a bunch of money phoenix stars this is a napoleon bonaparte tempestuous relationships with empress josephine by vanessa kirby oh she's that's she's from the crown and uh, mission impossible fallout Vanessa Kirby. I don't know. I can't remember. I think she's, I think I know her. She's the blonde, right? Uh, directed by Ridley Scott, who's like 80 something years old. His birthday just passed. Phoenix consulted with costume designer David Crossman and uh, got this bicorn hat, one of the most iconic parts of Napoleon's famed regal dress. You can have a plant based bicorn hat. Look at, there he is, looking tough and diminutive. One of Napoleon's original felt wool hats sold for $2.1 million. You could buy Napoleon's hat for $2 million if you got it. There you go, guys. It's not going to be plant-based, though, so I don't recommend it. But it's vintage. It's worth every penny. You know what? Dollar for dollar. Dollar for dollar. This is way better. You know, $2 million. It's a vintage Two corn hat, buy corn hat, buy corn hat. Yeah, why do we obsess over celebrities? Generally, are very fickle. These fickle friends. Well, because um, we don't have very many vegan celebrities. I don't know why don't we do it because I can't help it. Can't help it <laughs> because I don't know because he says he's vegan. Uh, it's I think it's interesting to talk about walking Phoenix. Okay, here we go. Vegan efficacy. But are they going to talk about the fact? Okay, here's why they don't wear wool. All right, so he he's the he's the uh, narrator of Earthlings and Dominion. He's also vegan. He says he's vegan. His partner, actor Rooney Mara, the girl with the dragon tattoo, is also vegan. Mm -hmm. They rescued a cow and her calf on a farm and with farm sanctuary. Okay, okay. Mm hmm. Despite Phoenix's work, he wouldn't wear any wool, caused some controversy required to ride horses. Besides the fact vegans avoid riding horses, this has caused further surprise that as vegan as Phoenix spoke of his regret about riding horses in the 2018 film Sisters and Brothers. He said at the time, I don't like riding horses. I regretted having to ride. I am a little clueless because I don't think that I thought that much about it until I was there. And I realized, oh, it's a Western and we're on horses a lot. I hadn't considered it. I felt bad about riding them. 
and the feeling that they were like, I don't really want you on my back. Okay, then why did you do it again? Animal rights group PETA holds position that uh, horses are historically among the animals most commonly injured and killed when exploiting for exploited for entertainment. A recent high-profile case saw a horse die from cardiac arrest while pulling a carriage in the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Oh, good. Another excuse not to watch the Rings of Power. Um, so he wore plant-based. Did he wear plant-based? They said his hat was plant-based. What about his, his coat looks wool? But what am I... Let's say he wore a plant-based wardrobe. He still rode horses, right? So what the heck? What the heck, Joaquin? You don't have enough pull with your friend Ridley Scott? I mean, you were in Gladiator. Ridley Scott directed Gladiator. I'm sure he would have figured something out for you. There's no reason Napoleon has to ride a horse. Shakespeare made plays about Henry, all of the Henrys, all of the King Henrys. And you know what? He didn't have to use horses. He didn't have to use any horses. And he got to tell the best stories ever about them. You know? There you go. I respected Joaquin's speech at the Oscar a few years ago, but that doesn't make him a complete role model, says Deb Thompson. Yeah, it does not. You're absolutely right. It makes him kind of not a role model at all. But he did do the voice of the narrator. He did the narrator of Dominion and Earthling. So I guess that's good. They should have had a nobody do it, right? At this point, maybe we should re maybe we should re-narrate it with somebody else, someone who doesn't ride horses. I don't know. I'd do it for free. Give me the script. I'll do it for free. I'll do it like Roman Mars from 99pi.com. 99pi at the Stitcher Studios in beautiful uptown Oakland, California. Deb Compson, Cornson. <laughs> the CGI available, he could have totally done it. Honestly, they could have just shown this part of him doing this and have they wouldn't have to have him on the horse. Think about it. That's how they did it in Shakespeare's time. They're like, oh, and then the and then the king would walk out on stage. And everyone goes, oh, horse. Shakespeare was always pointing right off, right off, right over here. You have to point right over here, and everyone's brain just goes there. You don't actually have to show the horse. You don't have to show it. You can just go cloppity, 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 and everyone thinks that there's a horse there because they want to. It's called the suspension of disbelief. And how cool would it have been if he had done some kind of creative way around it? You know, just made it interesting and more artistic. Like, I don't understand also this movement to make movies so realistic. Like, I don't want them to be that realistic. They're so much more interesting when they're not. Like, I've seen so many movies about Elvis, but the last movie with Baz, that Baz Luhrmann did about Elvis was so much better because it wasn't like, it, it wasn't, it, it was Baz Luhrmann style, you know? It was like theatrical and weird and crazy and, and overly stylized stylize it baby we don't need to re realistic it's so boring having if, if i wanted realism i'd go out into the fucking street and go look at people i could do that it's called people watching i don't want i don't want movies to be people watching you know what i mean we got reality tv now we don't need to have everything in film to be so realistic in fact i think it's a mistake i think we're going to go back to like the days of musicals here pretty soon because musicals is what they make a lot of money. They're cheap to make. And I think people are thirsty for that shit. People love musicals. He should have pretended he was writing the coconut shells clocking. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> You're I, <laughs> African or European swallow. How long does it take a swallow to carry a coconut? Yeah. That would have been that would have been great having that would have been funny. Have uh, somebody do that for Napoleon Bonaparte because you know what? Napoleon Bonaparte could afford someone to do that for him. You know what I mean? He could just write, King Arthur, I am the knights who say knee. Sky, let's hear that horse win. <laughs> it's my horse Winnie is basically my um, Scooby Doo laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what horses are always doing. Horses are like, 
You don't hear them winning that much. My mom used to have horses. You don't usually hear them. <laughs> you don't really usually hear them do that, but you hear them do this a lot. I really feel like the reason why horses do that all the time, they're just sighing. They're just always like, oh, you fuckers are here again. You're going to make me, you're going to make me put you on my back, aren't you? I guess. Go ahead. Fine. There's nothing I can do about it. You've broken me. I realize that it's easier for me to allow you to do what you want to me and get up on my back rather than fight you anymore. I understand that now. I've learned my lesson. That's the sound of complacency. I bet you on the wild horses don't do that as often. Like there's there's got to be a I think that's why. I think they're just like that's their expression to us like fine. Uh. I think that's the way. I think that's why it's like that. I think that's why. What do you think? What do you think a horse is trying to communicate when they do? <laughs> how do you think? Um, how do you think the translation saw? Not translation. The caption. If I put that into auto captions, what do you think they're gonna make that? What is that? You think they're you think you're right? You th I think they're just they're just like oh fine complacency just like whatever you you bastard you bastard humans you know I don't I didn't want to be on you you know I didn't want you on my back you broke me you broke me because you know how they break horses they ride them around in circles. Well, they tie them to a thing and then they try to get on them and then the horse doesn't want it and so then they just force them to run around more and then they base it's it'd be the equivalent of like somebody trying to get on your back and when they and when they you don't let them they're like all right you're gonna we're gonna force you to do 10 push-ups then and you're like whatever i can do 10 push-ups i'm a i'm a grown man and then they try to get on your back again you're like no and they say okay we're gonna force you to do 10 push-ups again and then eventually you've done so many push-ups that you're I'm getting on your back. That's how that that's how that works. That's how they break a horse and eventually the horse just learns through time that it's easier to let the human get on his back than it is to um protest. And at the end he says, "I love Big Brother." And that's it. That's the end of the book. I love Big Brother. That's I mean, it's the story of 1984. If you read 1984, that's really what it is. It's about breaking a horse. And how the government can break you. If you haven't read 1984, I feel bad for you. I feel really bad for you because it's one of the greatest books ever written by one of the greatest English writers of all time. His name is George Orwell. And he's good. He's good. He wrote, He wrote. my favorite thing he wrote was the, um, uh, the Killing of an Elephant was one of my favorite things he ever wrote. And it's tragic. And um, anyway, that's my tangent on George Orwell and breaking horses. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Aren't you glad my brain is back? Because now I'm able to actually go on my tangents and find my way back. Corns like it. We're running a corn theme today. Yeah, there's been, it's getting a bit corny in here. Because of soil degradation. Happy National Soil Day, everybody. It's National Soil Day. And we're celebrating by talking about corn. World Soil Day. I'm sorry. Happy World Soil Day. Did you know that a that a football field size of earth of soil is degraded every five seconds on planet Earth? And then once all of our soil is degraded, the world will be infertile and will be covered. The globe will be covered in dust storms and most of us will die. Did you know that? Happy World Soil Day. Grow some corn. <laughs> grow things that we don't feed to animals that's be great i only celebrate corn twice a year today and when it's not today great all days ending with why um i don't even eat corn you don't eat corn corn's great it has the juice it has the juice it does you know what's great we also have today in um well i guess like 
Where, where's my um, my news? My news. I had I had my news all set up today because I want to talk about the news, but then I started started talking about Donald Trump and and Hunter Biden, which is some of my favorite things. I love the stuff about Hunter Biden and Donald Trump. The fact that they are having to go through the court systems, court systems suck in America. I love it because they are the perpetrators. They are the ones who perpetuate our ridiculous system that every American has to go through. Every time we have a problem, we have to go through these, these wheels of justice and we're just crushed beneath them. And now they get a little bit of the crushing. I love, I love seeing our politicians squirm because I love, and I love it when they're like, well, if they could do this to Donald Trump, they could do this to everybody. I think that everyone, I, I love it when they say that. When they, they, they can do this to Hunter Biden, they can do it to you. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> that's the point. That you're not higher. Oh, they do it to Donald Trump, they could do it to you. Yeah, it's already been done to me. It's already been done to anyone who has ever put their little pinky toe into the justice system of America. They've all been crushed. It's like if you put your pinky toe into our system, a giant crocodile comes out and grabs you and pulls you in. It's like that shark scene in um in in uh, the blue. What's that movie? The Deep Blue Sea, where uh, Samuel L. Jackson's giving a speech and the shark grabs him. It's just like that. That's what happens if you even get a little bit of the ick on you. If you get anything on you, if you touch the the tar, it you can't get it off. That's what our legal system is like. It never leaves you. It's stuck to you forever. And you it's very, very difficult to try to get off. You can't. You, you just can't. So I love that they're going, well, if they could do this to Donald Trump, they'll, it could happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's proof that if it can happen to me, it can happen to you too. You think you're so high and mighty. You think that, that you, you are untouchable. You weren't untouchable. I just watched the 50s, 1984 movie. wasn't great. Um, I never saw that. I've never seen any of the movies. It wasn't great. I read the book. I've never seen any of the movies. Did they? I think they made. No, I don't know. No, I don't. I didn't see any of the movies. It wasn't great. Well, I mean, the, the movies in the 1950s, most of them weren't great. I can't even think of a 1950s movie that was really good. Like the 40s movies were really good. The 60s movies were pretty good. The first half of the 60s. The first, like mid-70s were really good. The 80s were fun. There weren't very many great movies in the 80s, but there were a lot of fun movies in the 80s. 90s, we had some, we had some good ones. Anyway, 50s, nah, we don't have any great 50s movies. I just can't just you can't seem to digest the corn. <laughs> Wasn't it LL Cool J? Your legal system will smite you. Yes, our legal system will smite us. What what could happen to you though? I watched Natural War Killers for the first time again and since 1995 didn't have the same impact. No. Although, you know what's interesting? So in that movie, they go to a place um called Gallup, New Mexico or Arizona. I'm New Mexico or Arizona. I think it's New Mexico. It might be Arizona. They go to Gallup and they're on Route 666. That's a real place. And it was a real place in that. So because what happens is the the wheel and spoke system of the United States of America, you have Route 66, but then the spokes that come off of it, it's like spoke 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And so you had 661, 662, 663, then 666, right? So 666 was highway. 666 was also a dangerous highway because it was two lanes with no barrier and it was on Indian land, most of it. So um, guess what? They didn't keep it up and they didn't, it was not a well-maintained road. And so lots and lots of deaths on route 666. So People were very upset about this. <laughs> so now they've changed the name. They've changed the name to 491. So the road signs, when they decided that they, they were no longer going to have a Route 666, in order to get rid of all the road signs, they just announced that they were going to take them down and people went and stole them. They didn't even have to take, they didn't have to take down any of the signs because Route 66 was a popular um a popular thing to steal highway 666 anyway you could see that the real sign in the real place 
with the exploits of uh what's his name marty and mallory i forget their names something in mallory anyway you can go you could see that in that movie natural born killers starring a vegan what's his name 666 is the neighbor of the beast and 667 is the <laughs> 664 and 667 are the neighbors of the beast that makes sense i like that good point Mickey and Mallory. Thank you, Gorick. Mickey and Mallory. What did I say? Marty? <laughs> Marty. <laughs> Marty. Yeah. So it didn't have the same. John Hopkins. <laughs> you didn't, you've never seen. I watched Natural Born Killers on. Uh, you, it didn't have the same impact. Yeah, I could imagine that it was a little bit. God, when it first came out, though, it was like. Uh, but I think that the. Watching it again, I think I would understand it better because it was really about how we're praising the fame of killers like OJ. Because OJ was just happening when that movie Natural Board Killers came out. And the idea that the people would um, would praise the lawbreakers. Isn't that interesting? Woody Harrelson, that's his name. Yeah. Mickey. He's vegan. Is Juliet Lewis vegan? I wonder. Paul Campbell gets the corn. Mike should really lay off the corn. Don't lay off the corn, man. It gets corny. It gets corny around here sometimes. It's good for you. All right. So uh, let's let's look at the what happened today in history because uh, let's contextualize. I like to contextualize things. You know, I like to I like to think about what's going on in the world. See whose birthday it was and all of that. Let's see. Let's see what happened today in history um today in history we have a couple cool things charlemagne becomes the sole king of the franks after the death of his brother carloman so if you guys know who charlemagne is that guy loved to kill people he killed everybody i think he mostly killed christians yeah he loved he loved killing christians and he thought that um anyone that he was the king of the franks <laughs> charlemagne award is now given as a symbol of peace or a uniter, because he did unite large portions of the world. But Charlemagne is by far one of the most interesting people in history. He was like, man, I don't know. I need to go into I need to go into all of it. But they fought Vikings. He was one of the greatest uh, leaders of all time because he knew how politics worked in other people's countries. He understood statecraft. Charlemagne, uh, or in, if you're speaking German, they call him Karl. De Gross, Karl de Gross, Karl de Gross, and he was the king of the Franks. And he, he it's so important that they call him in German, they still call France, they call it Frankreich, the kingdom of the Franks. Still today, that's the just the word they use for the word for the for the country of France. The kingdom of the Franks, Frank's kingdom. Hey Frank, come over here. <laughs> hey, what's what's going on? What's going on? How you like the words of that's uh, I'm thinking of Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra. The Franks, 500 Jews in Nuremberg massacred during the Black Death riots in 1349. Oh, you thought Nuremberg, you thought it was going to be 1840 something, didn't you? But nope, or 1940 something. Nope, 1349 Jews of Nuremberg massacred during the Black Death riots. Here's a picture of it. People drawing how they killed a bunch of Jewish people in Nuremberg. It was a popular hobby back in the day, but a lot of people want to bring it back these days. It's very sad to me. One of the saddest things to happen this year, 2023, is the realization of how many anti-Semites are out there. It really, I almost, it almost seems like a joke. Like, like it's a joke that anti-Semites, like, do you remember when um, Mad Max, uh, what's his name, Mad Max? That one guy, the Australian guy who played, uh, who uh, did did Passion of the Christ, and he did uh, Gallipoli, and he did, um, you know, Mad Max. Remember when Mad Max came out that he was totally anti-Semitic, and we was talking all that crazy anti-Semitic stuff to the cops? Mel Gibson, that's his name. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Turns out Mel Gibson is an anti-Semite. It's like a joke. We all laughed, like, ha, <laughs> ha. What an old, stupid old man. People are, how stupid and old are you that you hate Jews, you stupid old man? But turns out people still, people still hate 
the Jews. And I think it's one of the saddest things I can think of that people still like. I like to always say like, like I do the history, the history thing, because I like to show how far we've come. But sometimes it reveals how sh it evinces how little distance we've come. 500 Jews in Nuremberg massacred in the Black Death Riots, 1349. Thousands of Jews were killed this year for being Jewish. Thousands, thousands of them. And um, and some people are calling for more. So yeah. Earthquake strikes Naples, killing 35,000 people. Oof, 1456. It's so crazy, these earthquakes in the olden days, how many people died. Discovery of gold in California in 1848. God bless America. Uh, James K. Polk triggers gold rush of 1849 by confirming the discovery of gold in California at Fort Sutter, right? Or Sutter's Mill. At Sutter's Mill. They discovered gold. It's outside of Sacramento. You can go there today and go see where they discovered gold. It's pretty dope. And they found gold. I think it's so cool that they. I I, I always love the story because I read um, Richard Henry Dana's uh, account of going around the Great Horn, and uh, it's called uh, Two Years Before the Mast." It's a wonderful book about Cal. It was the first book ever written about California, and it's amazing. Richard Henry Dana Jr. They named a city after him called Dana Point. I used to live in that city. Anyway, I went to school at Dana Hills. That book was so important. It even um, really inspired someone called um, Henry Mel Herman Melville, and they were able to. Uh, he 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 even quoted uh, Richard Henry Dana in White Jacket. Anyway, it was before gold was discovered. So back then, it was just killing cows. That's all they did. They killed cows in California. It was only cows, and so they killed cows and used their and then stripped them of their skins. And then would bring their skins back to Boston and, and New York because of the industrial age. You have to imagine all of the little pulleys and everything on new machines were made of leather strips. They weren't made of like galvanized rubber like today. There were no conveyor belts made. Of all Everything was made of leather back then. Blows your mind, right? And then they discovered gold and then no one cared about the cows anymore. But California, of course, is still the agricultural superpower. Yeah. Don't know about Mel Gibson, but we should always distinguish between anti-Zionism, anti-Judaism, anti-Semitism. Well, if you're killing Jews, um, anti-Zionism, anti-Judaism, I think it's a blurry little a blurry little line you're trying to walk. But um, at the end of the day, uh, I'm against violence, and if we're gonna start using violence against Jewish people, you better have a good excuse. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. If you're going to promote violence against Jewish people, you better have a really good reason. And I mean an incredibly good reason. Yeah. 16 million Jews are left, but 2 billion Muslims are left. Yeah, there aren't that many Jews left. Um... And uh, there's plenty of Muslims. I don't, but Muslims, they don't like the Jews. They want to kill them all. It's, it's kind of their whole thing. I don't know if you've realized that that's their whole thing. Like, it's a big part of their thing is, is killing Jews. I'm against it. I'm against violence. And I think that we should criticize any government that is perpetrating violence. I totally think we should do that. I am against the violent action of governments, including the one I live in. I'm super duper against, um, well, I'm anti-speciesist. I'm anti-speciesist. I'm anti-racist. I'm anti-sexist. And I'm anti, um, let's call it, uh, did I say racist? Yeah, I'm anti-racist. Four node ARPANET network is established between University of California, Los Angeles, research and all these places. This is the beginning of 1969 it's the beginning of the intranet the the arpanet network isn't that cool so they can share information quickly between universities so that they can do studies and stuff they can share data isn't that neat 1933 prohibition ends great cool oceans 11 by steven soderbergh came out hey 2001 have you guys ever seen the original um oceans 11 with Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra, 
and um, and Sammy Davis Jr. It's so good. You should totally watch it. Ocean's Eleven, the original. It's so good. And I think it's I actually think it's better than the remake. And it, the remake's hella good. The remake might be one of the only good remakes ever done. Ocean's Eleven by Steven Soderbergh is quite good. I wish they hadn't made all the subsequent ones, but the first one was quite good. Um, you gotta check out the original though. The original was pretty amazing. I love it. All right. Whose birthday is it? A famous birthdays. Um, let's see. George Armstrong, Custer. Oh, Custer. He got chopped up by Indians. Yeah, Custer. He was kind of a douchebag, and they ended up cutting him up in a little bunch of little pieces. Mm-hmm. A cavalry officer was known for his aggressive charges. He was one officer, one of the officers present at Appomattox. I used to call it Appomattox because I'd read about the Civil War, but I didn't know it was called Appomattox. But when I moved to the South and I said Appomattox, somebody laughed in my face. And I think that's really sad because like I knew about Appomattox. I knew why it's important, but I didn't know why it was called I didn't know it was Appomattox. It's a Pomatox, right? It looks like a Pomatox. Appomattox Courthouse received the Confederate surrender, 1865. All right, so yeah, he was a general before the Battle of Gettysburg. He was a famous guy. His last battle as a grand sacrifice, but more recent opinion has divided, and the events of the day remain controversial. But the way it looks is that the battle, of Big, the battle of Little Bighorn, as Custer's last stand, his forces were famously cut down to a man and defeated by a larger Indian coalition made of Lakota and Cheyenne warriors. He uh, he got foolhardy, and they kind of lured him into a into a lower area, and then they all came down and killed all of his people. And then chopped him up into little pieces. They never found the body, supposedly. But um, Custer, yeah, he uh, he was kind of just a foolhardy man. He was really good at his aggressive charges. But the Indians, they knew the different tribes. They knew that his, his what he would do. He was so predictable. And so they used his aggression against him. This aggression will not stand. Ocean's Eleven is the best. Have you seen the original one? Have you seen the original? Gotta start my shift. Glad Sky's feeling better. Catch you all later. Thank you, kind of vegan. Thank you, kind of vegan. Corn worshippers. <laughs> Religion will hinder lots and have done already. Is dwindling except Islam. Well, all religion must go away. Don't you agree? Religion is, uh, well, it's the devil. Religion, religion all religion. Satan worship, as far as I'm concerned. Walt Disney's birthday today, though. Walt Disney is a famous animator. Maybe you heard of him. He turned in communists during the Red Scare. He basically made the career of Ronald Reagan, and Ronald Reagan became president because of his involvement. Isn't that wild that he was... I worked for Disney for a while, and uh, Walt Disney, what an interesting guy. Died in 1966. See you later, Walt. Joseph... Pijewski. And wait, before you say, wait a second, before you say that like, oh, well, he died in 66, how did he help out Reagan, who became president in 1980? Well, he helped start his political career in California, and he became um, governor in, I want to say, 61? I don't know. He was he was governor of California for a long time. So there you go. Um, that's kind of started it all going. Yeah. Reagan uh, deliberately tortured protesters during um during the anti-vietnam war um protests in berkeley california where he would just uh surround large groups of people with national guard and then have the national guard put on gas masks and then from helicopters shoot the protesters with tear gas and not allowed them to leave tear gas is supposed to disperse crowds to get people to leave and stop stop protesting which you know is is wrong too but uh if you're just gonna do it to torture them anyway that's ronald reagan not walt disney happy birthday walt uncle walt martin van buren is the eighth president julius the second some i don't know and i don't even know who's antasio president of nicaragua the dictator and president of nicaragua tachito samosa oh shit i know samosa oh my god i know who this is he looks so young 
yeah, anyway, uh, he died at age 54. I guess he died pretty young. Yeah. Mm. Somoza stood down as president of Nicaragua in 1972. That's so funny. I used to have a bartender named Samosa, and he looked exactly like this Samosa. <laughs> so every, his name wasn't actually Samosa. We just all called him Samosa because he looked like this famous dictator, and everyone just called him Samosa. And he worked at the place for like 35 years, so everyone knew him as Samosa. I honestly don't even remember his first, his real name anymore. Yeah. When I went vegan, I was a believer in God, but after I went vegan, I realized there is no God. Wow, Alpha Sophist. God damn, you're hardcore. I love it. I love it. Lots of poison in the books. How can we worship piece of shit made up by made up gods? It's insane. It's totally insane to worship the uh, invisible world. Yeah, it totally is. People tell me I'm supposed to take religion seriously. And what's really sad is that philosophy I take seriously. And the philosophy of Jesus Christ, for example, to me is quite moving. The philosophy is. But the second you start telling me I'm supposed to pray to Jesus Christ as if he's some kind of, I don't know, savior and, and get down on my knees and beg him for forgiveness. I'm thinking, I don't even know if he actually existed, dude. It's not. It's so weird that people will then use use that book for an excuse to do horrible things more often than not. They used it as a as an excuse for human slavery. They used an excuse for animal slavery. Lisa Marie, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Conan Gray. I don't know who any of these people are. Jose Carreras. I know who that is. He's one of the ten tenors, right? He's an opera singer. Yeah. He's a he's a famous singer. Great. 77 years old. Happy birthday. Um, little Richard died in 2020, unfortunately. You know, little Richard was one of the great friends and um and influences of one Elvis Presley. Uh, a lot of times little Richard would say, I'm the creator, I'm the architect, I created rock and roll. And a lot of people think that little Richard kind of did create rock and roll. But of course, no one exists as an island. No one exists in a vacuum. And they, um, the great musicians of that time worked together and they learned from each other. One of them became famous really early on because of his whiteness. But that's a whole different story. They all created rock and roll together, of course, just like everything in human history. Lisa Marie is 55. Lisa Marie Smith, Mars Attacks. Oh, she was in Mars Attacks. I remember her biography mars attacks that's the whole that's her whole biography okay uh that's cool i don't think that she's vegan I, i'm not even gonna look it up so anyway and none of these people i don't know who's conan gray conan lee gray singer songwriter and youtuber do you guys know who this person is conan lee gray is it conan or conan conan is conan lee gray vegan I'm not vegan. <laughs> it's not very rare that you get that. The hardest part about vegan is having to wake up before the cows and stealing their food right from under their noses, says Conan Gray. What a great, funny joke, Conan Gray. So Conan Lee Gray seems to be just another piece of shit. Sorry, everybody. No vegan birthday today. Um, no vegan birthdays today. Sorry. I don't know who Ronnie O'Sullivan is. Does he have a snooker player? Well, there you go. Widely created considered the greatest natural talent and is one of the greatest players in the history of the game. I don't even know how to play snooker. Do you guys know how to play snooker? I've never played snooker. I've seen snooker tables and I've like hit the balls around. I don't know what I'm doing though. I don't know how to play that game. English pirate Blackbeard ransacks the merchant sloop Margaret and keeps her captain Henry Bostock prisoners for eight hours before releasing him. Bostock later provides the first record of Blackbeard's appearance and the source of his name. Have you guys seen um, Our Flag Means Death? It's a fun show. You should check it out on HBO. It's very, um, you got to be open-minded for this show. It's a pretty fun show, though. Uh, Watson Watt, Robert Watson Watt, Alexandre Dumas. Okay, Alexandre Dumas is pretty amazing. He wrote uh, The Three Musketeers and The Count of Monte Cristo. Look at this guy. Doesn't he look like a fun dude? French nobleman, Haitian-born French general who was the son of a French nobleman. It's always fun because um, people, there's lots of things where like 
a lot of white supremacists and things and people who think of of like nationalism and they forget that the guy and they'll, they'll use some of his language and some of his quotes and some of his stories as um <laughs> as kind of right wing but it's like alexander dumas was a black dude something to remember something to just think about i guess alexander dumas everyone loves alexander dumas don't they wrote didn't he write the hunch did he write the hunchback too no he didn't write the hunchback musketeers kind of monte cristo anyway if you haven't read the kind of monte cristo you should for god's sake i mean it's raw it's rare that you get so many cool people to Peter Blake wasn't he the guy who uh, he, in yachtsman and environmental Sir Peter Blake Peter Blake was near the top with a long list of great New Zealand sailors. Was he vegan? Was Peter was Sir Peter James Blake vegan? no he said his favorite subject of school was animals but not to make meat the biology oh so he was vegetarian interesting tragically killed by pirates on the amazon river 16 years ago mm, he might have been he might have been. Sir Peter might have been vegan. What do you know? The environmentalist on the yacht Enza New Zealand co-skipper Robin Knox Johnson Blake dominated the Jules Verne trophy by achieving the fastest nonstop navigation of the world under sail in a time of 74 days. Around the world in 74 days. Imagine that's making some time. There's no stopping for tourist destination. You can't stop and buy souvenirs doing that, going that fast. Can't do it. Um, this year, that year, uh, so 1997, Blake became Cousteau Siles Society's head of expeditions and uh, recognition as skipper of the Antarctic Explorer. He led Expedition Antarctica and the Amazon during 2001. Special envoys killed by pirates while he was on the on an environmental exploration in South America, monitoring global warming and pollution of the United Nations for the United Nations. An estimated 30,000 people attended his memorial service held by for Blake at the Auckland Domain. On 23rd December 2001, wild, right? 2001, he was killed by pirates. You think pirates are gone, but they, uh, they're still around. Peter Blake. There you go. Maybe, maybe he was vegetarian. Yeah. Snooker became popular with the introduction of color television. It did. Snooker became popular because of color television. Have you seen uh, the singer Sam Harris podcast guy? No, I have not. I have not. Well, guys. There you go. Have a better day than Peter Blake. Uh, he died today, killed by pirates in the Amazon, doing studies about the environment. Thank you so much. Um, the, uh, the affirmation of the day is uh, I am explorer. I explore, I explore the new worlds and new ideas and celebrate critical thinking because without critical thinking, what am I? Without exploration, what am I? Without learning new things, what am I? Just another stupid carny, that's what I am. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. And uh, different colored balls, interesting. In summer holiday, I used to spend time playing snooker and billiards. It's easier than billiards. Oh, that person, that dude, it's his birthday. It's his natural talent. Norm zombies in the culture and the upbringing. Not many people know how to play it, including myself. There must be a cool way to learn. Maybe the internet could teach me how to play snooker, but then i got to find a snooker table. And I don't think very many snooker tables are out there these days. Maybe it needs to come back. Have a great day, fellow corn worshippers. That's a good thing to. That's a good co comment to last on. I choose cornism over carnism. <laughs> Not that I like cornism. Cornism, I like it. Guys, thank you so much for joining. I appreciate all of you. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. 
themselves. This is a shot of all Happy World Soil, everybody. Happy World Soil Day, everybody. And um, illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Because I need you, and we need each other. And uh, the aminals definitely need you. I know that sometimes the avoirdupois of the movement might get to you. But uh, don't let it grind you down. Don't let it grind you. Don't let it smite you. Smite it. Thanks, everybody.